In preparing a message that I will share with the church that I pastor this Sunday, I was rereading some passages in the Old Testament prophetic books of Isaiah and Jeremiah. At the time that Isaiah was finishing his long career as a spokesman, a, a preacher, and a prophet unto the people of Israel about 2,700 years ago, Israel was coming out of a period of extreme conflict, and they were entering into an interim period of peace. But it was a peace that would be temporary. Through much of the 8th century BC, Isaiah was prophesying to the people of the southern kingdom of Israel as the people were under the threat of the Assyrian Empire. This is a really interesting time in world history as the Assyrians became one of the first major conquering world powers under the reigns of Tiglath-Pileser, Shalmaneser, Sargon, and Sennacherib. And Isaiah prophesied during this tumultuous time, but finally Israel was effectively free from the Assyrian threat. And for a window of time, they and much of the world of that day would have would have rest. But the peace would be only temporary, as it really always is in a broken world such as ours. And right after King Sennacherib of Assyria's rampage was ended, Isaiah prophesied to Hezekiah, the king of Judah, that eventually Hezekiah's descendants and the people of Judah would be carried away to Babylon. Now that wouldn't happen for about a hundred years. Ultimately, it did happen in 586 BC. And by 586 BC, Hezekiah, Isaiah, they were long gone. But now Jeremiah was a prophet among the people of Israel in Judah. And after Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had begun to carry the people of Judah to Babylon as exiles, Jeremiah sent a letter of, I, I guess you could call it encouragement. He sent a letter to the exiles there who were now in Babylon. And this letter is found in the 29th chapter of Jeremiah. And it is an exhortation and an encouragement to a people that were uprooted from their homeland, from everything that was comfortable and normal. And they were scattered among an antagonistic and paganistic people in Babylon. So you kind of wonder, what would be God's message through the prophet, his message of encouragement to a people whose world had been turned upside down? What would God say to a group of people who were now planted among an idolatrous and harsh people? So we have the word that God speaks to this people there in Jeremiah chapter 29. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. Here's God's message to those people 2,500 years ago, uprooted and scattered among a culture that was not their own. God says to them, build houses and dwell in them. Plant gardens and eat their fruit. Take wives 
and beget sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that you may bear sons and daughters and that you may be increased there in captivity as exiles in Babylon, that you may be increased there and not diminished and seek the peace of the city where I have caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for that city where you are captives, exiles, because in that city's peace, you will have peace. And and God says to the people, and don't let the soothsaying false prophets who are among you lie to you with deceptive words and don't be deceived by your own visions and dreams for some miracle that is going to fix the plight that you find yourselves in. You're going to be in this situation for a long while. It's not going to get easier anytime soon. So build houses and plant gardens and get married and have some kids and have some grandkids and get comfortable because you're going to be in this fix for a while. And seek the peace of the city where you're captive. Pray for the peace and blessing of that place because as it is blessed with peace, then you will be blessed with peace because you're going to be there for a while. I think it is safe to say that the people that received that letter from Jeremiah and from God through Jeremiah wouldn't have been excited about that letter. 2,500 years later, we love one of the verses that comes from the midst of that letter. Uh, t- Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the thoughts I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. We, we love that verse. But I think we can pretty safely assume that the people that directly received that letter weren't too thrilled about it. Why do I bring this up? Because I've talked to a lot of people over the last couple of months who feel a bit uprooted and captive in an increasingly paganistic and antagonistic culture. And I think it's worth considering that this isn't the first time that the followers of God have had such an experience. In fact, as you get acquainted with the history of the people of God, you find out pretty quickly that this is kind of the status quo for the followers of God. And I think That is in part why Jesus taught his followers in Matthew chapter 10, Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. Something to consider. We'll see you next time.